0: I said, give a hell yeah! Hi everybody, and welcome to an ever-evolving, extremely ruling fighting for the fallen episode of the brothers! of discussion we're gonna cover everything from kevin owens smoking hot pipe bomb ooh tasty to bailey trying to win an emmy with her wonderful acting chops uh to wwe's shameless evolve anniversary special that coincides with a charity raising aew show and finally try and sell the extreme rules pay-per-view half as good as the street profits did and of course we're gonna make time for everyone's favorite game Two rumors in a line. See if Michael can finally get off the Schneid. Uh, he won once out of I think nine or ten. Yeah. We got to get two out of eleven. <laughs> Matt, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I, I'm pr- listening listening to you go through all of our topics for today. Uh, it's got me got me pretty excited. I gotta say, I uh, I had some pretty strong feelings on uh, what happened with Kevin Owens. Uh, I totally forgot about how angry uh bailey and Nikki cross made me um and you know then we've got all of our, our i don't big understand shows this why weekend. why would an emmy winning performance make you so mad i don't know well, well i don't want to we'll, jump ahead we'll, we'll, get we'll, we'll get into it, it. <laughs> <laughs> man uh, where can the people find us and everything brothers of discussion well if you didn't listen to last week's episode and you want to hear <laughs> matt's opinions on um bailey and Nikki cross from Last week, uh, you would just head on over to BODpodcast.com. Brothers of Discussion.com. Go to at BODpodcast on Twitter. You can find us the same way on Facebook. And uh, if you want to discuss with the brothers and maybe get uh, some mentions here on the podcast, on the show, and be a part of the show, go to our live discussion group. We are having a grand old time. Uh, had, a, had a fun uh, opportunity to go... Uh, into everybody's Mount Rushmore's of pro wrestling and uh, what those, you know, the, the, the thought process that goes behind making a, a Mount Rushmore uh, caused me way more stress and anxiety than I think any human should put upon themselves, but um, yeah, it was, it was a fun discussion if, uh, if you haven't put in your Mount Rushmore, head on over to the Brothers of Discussion live wrestling discussion Facebook group uh, and, uh, and give us your input you know what just yeah. join the group it's fun we're we're growing organically we have not put anything into it and the the group just keeps getting bigger it's pretty cool uh i wasn't expecting that but um yeah, yeah. And it's uh it's mostly free of awful awful rumors that are totally baseless and stupid right are not even gonna say what they are but we're just letting you know they are our, our posts are free of that um, but, yeah, just a couple well, shout-outs to uh, Amy D. and Chris B., who had some really strong contributions this week. Um, so, yeah, props to you guys. Because um, they were right—they were out there with the uh, Mount Rushmore posts, um, hot and heavy, putting in their own uh, opinions, as well as weighing in on others. And, uh, Matt, I think consensus a lot of people. And, uh, you know, the Stone Colds, the Shawn Michaels, the Hogans, the Rocks. Uh, and i'm basically i'm reading matt's right now i think (laughs) the one thing um well yeah who was your mount rushmore then i had uh i had macho man the rock stone cold and chris jericho and that's that's why i i thought it was interesting about making the mount rushmore and i i started thinking to myself you know what it shouldn't be about who i like the most it should be about who's made the biggest impact in pro wrestling and i even regretted my own decision like i love Shawn michaels but i don't should he really be in there maybe at this point it should be undertaker um i i and it's it's so weird to put two guys from the same era on a mount rushmore too but uh you know yeah yeah I mean, does it doesn't really matter you know, no but it, it still is you, causing talk about me stress. A, <laughs> you talk about a draw and bringing you like you know bringing you into the program since what 1992 was that his survivor series debut um yes, yeah he's sure. just been in the game uh for so long um he deserves to be up there I, I omitted him because i never thought his promo work was that great um his character work was a plus i liked it. he's the best big man wrestler ever i'd say as far as a seven footer goes but i included guys who could go and guys who i will just watch their promos um because that's such a for me such an integral part of being the best of the best so you know jericho being able to just reboot himself all the time as a cruiserweight and a middleweight and a you know curtain puller main eventer um you know he was the lion heart he was man of a thousand holds he was um you know you just made the list uh you know, I, I had to put him on my rushmore. I know he's he's not as old, so he kinda can you put him on there if he's, you know, not quite at that, that gap where you can sit back and reflect? I don't know. But I threw him in there along with, you know, the usual staples. So Well that's the thing too, like I'm even trying to put in I'm trying to force in younger guys, like go to different generations. But then, you know, uh well I guess that would fit with our our Mount Rushmore, our real one. So what I was about to say doesn't make sense, but um, you know, I, I think it would be fun too to play this game of like who's who's on your Mount Rushmore of like the ruthless aggression era, the attitude era, you know, the goofy cartoon era. Um, I, I I think those are those are probably the better questions because yeah. it's always yeah. like it's like comparing like hockey players from like a hundred years ago, that their goalies barely had any pads, there wasn't a defensive scheme. And you've got, you know, Wayne Gretzky with a thousand more points and goals and assists than any other player will ever sniff. And it's because the game was easier. Yeah, we'll definitely include more of these and we'll probably end up getting more specific. Like this was like an overarching, um, you know, top four. And then we'll maybe, you know, we'll start looking at the eras or seeing like specialties. I think that's going to be fun moving forward. Uh, But we got so much stuff to cover. We just wanted to plug the Facebook group real quick uh, because it's been really fun and engaging. Uh, lately so thank you to the faction um man not not something that needs a lot of work but i saw a lot of people a lot of people poo-pooing this uh (laughs) the uh the seth rollins and becky lynch is just they're open about it now yeah uh matches are booked around it and they debuted a new man's man t-shirt for seth rollins (laughs) because it's the man's man uh which is rollins um man i uh i i thought it was pretty hilarious were you if if you're on my side then we can't really get into it but what did you think of that t-shirt um i i didn't have the strong feelings that everyone else did i I giggled a little bit but you know i am the person that right when it first started and michael cole kept saying every segment that either one of them was in that they were dating and at the time i was like dude shut up man i don't care just get on with the matches yeah. And now we know why they did it because the the big storyline. We got going t-shirts into this coming out. Pay per view.
1: Cole, yeah. we need you to
0: start plugging those Man's Man t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. and and, <laughs> and you know what that that would be that should be a top seller in like um you know LGBTQ communities like that that should be that should have been a rainbow yeah. colored font. I I think I, that they missed an opportunity. Yeah, I, but, you're right. Uh, yeah, I get the scheme they're going for because it's kind of like Rollins colors and Becky colors, but missed opportunity there um, that that's a shirt that you know you, you you talk about your austin 316s mike um that's a shirt that could go outside of pro wrestling and become popular uh they just you know i i think their marketing department and their design department should have had a longer conversation about uh yellow but, <laughs> but here we are um this is the world we're in now and uh i won't get my wish but, man's man i i think the marketers that a did a pretty good it's a, i think it's a pretty cute it's a three word you know catchphrase. i i think it works you know what that's i'm putting my stamp on it i uh, i will say I'll, I'll 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 say this it's more of a tweet than it is a t-shirt you know what i'm I'll, saying i'll Nobody's say gonna... this i'll one-up you <laughs> i'll say this i'll one-up you if it's ever a hot topic but not for $20, but one of those going uh you know like Christmas specials where you buy 5 and one of them's a dollar. I would own a man's man t-shirt for a dollar. Matt, would you put money down for a man's man t-shirt? I don't think that's how money works. I don't think you get just you don't get to say, "Oh, I well, I bought I paid full price for these other ones. I'm paying the dollar on this one." Well, you've that's... clearly never been to Hot Topic. <laughs> I mean, anything goes. It's an extreme rules of uh clothing departments let me tell you um i mean well, but... I'll, I'll confess there's there's a lot of wrestling t-shirt sales that i've passed <laughs> up on that i uh i haven't looked back and w- with any sort of regret well, it was it was a heartbreaking <laughs> moment for me uh, yeah. hot topic had an asuka uh, empress of tomorrow t-shirt yeah and it was five bucks and i'm like ah, obviously i'm getting this but it was in small like small like it hadn't even shrunk yet small and it was Uh. small but it met my you know significant other she got her first uh wrestling shirt so eh, still kind of a win but uh moving on matt this is probably the big news of the week as far as storylines go um kevin owens
1: drops his big pipe bomb we
0: can't just ignore or we can't just enjoy you know a, a great promo it has to turn into a big controversy um everybody come on the wwe is not gonna let so no matter who it is they're not gonna let them run out on stage and steal a microphone and start running a promo that's not a thing it's like this is if, part of the script you know how like if some God doofus runs on the field in baseball they just kind of like all right and we'll cut to commercial we'll be back in a moment yeah if Kevin Owens really did that, they wouldn't be doing fucking zoom-ins on his face and making it easy for him to get another microphone. They just <laughs> thro- cut the house sound and throwing the it The dude on the soundboard yeah. is like 500 feet away. You just mute him. Yeah. Come what, on. If, what if he started talking about some sort of political agenda that we didn't know? You know, it, like he went and did a Sami Zayn. Yeah, but and you like, know what else really I think it. is that Saudi Arabia is all about blood money and just company doesn't care about real people. They just want to <laughs> fill their pockets. That they would go to commercial for. (laughs) If Kevin Owens had said some real truths. No (laughs) Shut Up No (laughs) Um (laughs) That would've been a real pipe bomb. This was obviously a planned pipe bomb. Come on. Yeah, so let's let's dive into this this pipe bomb here. This is exactly what I said two weeks ago when we were talking about Paul Heyman and Bischoff taking over. This yeah. is what I said was one of these guys has to come out and do this promo and just end Shane McMahon. The only problem I have with this happening and it was a great promo uh, if anybody had to deliver it, Kevin Owens is our man and of course Ooh, yeah. uh, a, a, a stunner at the end was was just beautiful I like love it, that that's I love that that's his face finisher by the way <laughs> Yeah that almost made it like poetic you know yeah. to see a McMahon take the stunner fans like um, love eating stunners. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah it's a tasty breakfast treat. Um, so Shane gets his breakfast cookie and I, my my problem with it is that I would love for this to just end Shane uh, but it's going to turn into a story and I don't want to see a story. <laughs> I want to yeah, see you're... Shane go away. If anything this is the worst thing they could have done. <laughs> because... <laughs> where's that hot take yeah, I'm, I'm doing it i'm doing that hot take because all kevin did was propel another shane mcmahon storyline yeah, exactly when what we should really do every time shane talks or tries to get an arm around drew mcintyre just cold shoulder just ignore everything he does don't sell his moves like he does his coast to coast just brush it off get up and just go <laughs> wrestle somebody else Force wrestle somebody else bin. force him down forcibly pin him down and don't let him move and then just walk away the victor do you think like drew mcintyre has like problems in the locker room because there's guys that aren't on tv but drew's playing second fiddle to shane mcmahon and that's how he that's how he gets on tv do you think that kind of stuff happens some shit talking i don't don't know it's it's so tough because i mean these these guys are making you know big bags of money to be lackeys for shane mcmahon i just they like they can't be that mad i mean they're a little mad they're not as mad as like john moxley was but they're a little mad right (laughs) um so let's look at it this way two things that uh, so this kevin owens is wonderful at promos i don't know if there's anyone currently on the roster better than him who could have cut this better than him right but Two bad things about this. One, Shane McMahon is now going to be in a storyline with Kevin Owens and in some capacity he's going to be that classic uh management storyline that we were promised Paul Heyman and Bischoff were going to get rid of cuz it's stale. So that's not happening. Additionally, whoever cut this promo is going to get major major uh support, right? Cuz this is somebody who's standing in for the crowd and saying, "Yeah, we are fucking tired of seeing Shane McMahon on our TVs." Right? right and they gave this to a made man they gave this promo opportunity to basically poly walnuts on the sopranos when you could have given it to anybody and helped elevate them to the top i'm not saying that cedric alexander could have pulled it off i don't think he has to even close to having the chops but whoever you gave this promo to they would have been in a in a big you know in the spotlight and owens could do that you know if you sold him suffering succotash he could get it over but Instead, he gets to be the one to point out Shane. So I feel like this is also maybe a missed opportunity where they could have given this to somebody else. I mean, Mike, why don't you go ahead and book it? Who would you give it to? You had to have an answer, ready. Come on. God damn well, it. All right, Johnny Gargano. Okay. <laughs> That's not a bad one. I, know. It, I mean it's just that the person i thought of first wouldn't work because i already i kind of like his storyline with aj styles and that's ricochet oh um, my god he, ricochet would have never been able to pull that off i know he would have said gee golly shucks in it or something I, I, nobody wants to hear his ad libs yeah. um i don't know if you look at maybe like a like a tag team you know like the viking writers just coming out and maybe like reclaiming their name something like that um all right, you're 0 for 2. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Swing and a miss. Uh, all right, you got one strike left, and then it's going to be Johnny Gargano. So. All right, you ready? Yeah, here's the pitch. We really put our balls on the table with this one. You ready? Yeah. All right, so I struck out with my, my male single. <laughs> I struck out with my tag team. Yeah. How about we give this bad boy to Bailey? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I just wanted to hear Matt do a negative popski. Alright, I'm doing him. Em- what about like Ember Moon? No, I knew it. see, you know what? I was waiting for you to say Ember Moon. What I wish, what I wish has you would have wrote it down. Any sort what has clued you into thinking she could deliver that promo with the same sort of oomph that Kevin Owens delivered it? She doesn't get a chance. I don't know. We don't have. I don't, I will say that we don't really have the ammunition to go yay or nay. How about that? Against Ember Moon? We don't have enough like promo we, we can't go to the tapes because we don't have any tapes. Go we just to the see NXT tapes. We just see Do her it. doing Nintendo Switch in the back um, and then people throwing her game on the ground. Exactly. That is a that is a great point. She couldn't pull that off. And she technically or I shouldn't say technically, but we have we have evidence that she loves video games uh, because of Xavier Woods uh his his little show and then her own social media accounts so all she had to do was was take something that we're all feeling deep down same thing with shane and then just well like a mo. the other how about this too like kevin owens was a, a heel like in his you know his dolph ziggler match right that was supposed to happen yeah um so he kind of now he does another like big show flip flop would you feel better if maybe somebody like how about Sami Zayn? Because I know he's been on a heel run, right? So we're already we've already conceded that it can be a flip flop because we're doing it with Kevin Owens. Like Sami Zayn has never like held a main event spot or won like the big gold. Yeah. um How do you feel about that? Because he's got the chops. He hasn't quite had a you know a prominent spot on the card. Can he? Can I get four swings? Can I? Can you say I fouled off my? My Viking Raiders, and give me Sami Zayn. Give me a foul tip, and then one more oh, swing. I mean, you called in a designated hitter after you already struck out. What's <laughs> 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 it? Sam- so Sammy, to me, is like you—you you just went, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a a- uh, was it like a horizontal move? Like you just oh lateral move yeah Yeah. i'm sorry yeah you just did a lateral uh well it's just that kevin has held championships you know i i guess this was just for me you know kevin did an a plus job he's wonderful it's just this is a huge moment i just wish we could have you know kind of spread the wealth a little bit i i can get on board with somebody else besides kevin doing it but then again i love when kevin owens is on my tv let me do a little pandering what if uh we took you know a step back? We're gonna we're comfortable flip flopping. What about the Big Mac? I that was soon? one of the names popping in my head. I would have liked to see McIntyre like deliver this promo. This would have been just, an easy one for him to do. They refuse to send him into the stratosphere. Like they're fine with him being a little crop duster, you know, flying over the fields, but they refuse to strap the rocket onto this guy's back, and I don't know why. He does a great job too, like in his he doesn't have a lot of facial expressions he's not a Samoa Joe uh or as right. we saw the last couple of weeks at Kofi Kingston uh which I can't wait for their match in Extreme Rules to see their know. eyes pop out of their head but one of the the faces that Drew does really well is like this transitional like I'm so fed up with you and like the the step forward into someone he's trying to intimidate that's something he does really well and that would have been something where if Shane McMahon had like just pushed him too far that would have been that would have been it i mean like mid-match grab a microphone deliver that promo uh like this weekend boom done all it's going to turn into now is you know if it's not shane versus kevin owens um i mean i do get kevin owens versus drew mcintyre probably for the next couple weeks but um again you know main was getting rid of shane main goal the other problem is that we've already seen kevin owens versus shane yeah uh, so yes there's a lot of issues with, like, Kevin Owens is so great at his job, but the people behind, like, the storyline writers, we still haven't figured it out. So it's it's great that you have Kevin Owens, but you still fuck this up, in my opinion. There's still three big gaping problems with this. And <laughs> so Heyman and Bischoff, this is it's still the same baloney. So, all right, let's go to baloney numbers three do we count yeah Statesman let's t-shirt? let's that not count well yeah it's not them um i don't want to d- dwell too much on this because we still gotta hit the game and it's... get some cards in here but the cedric alexander debauchery um basically to kind of set the stage if you didn't watch uh the seven hours of wwe programming this week um shane and mcintyre were getting a, a little pre-match before their showdown with roman reigns and the undertaker and to to uh get in shape for that they said we're gonna fight roman reigns and uh and an opponent a tag team opponent of our choosing they chose some dude who they gave a fake name it was what was it like brutus butt cake or something it was some awful vince mcmahon was giggling to himself in his high chair you know about that uh and it, it was a dude in a luchador mask and like uh what was he in like a janitor's outfit <laughs> janitor and, uh yeah. janitor it was it was cedric alexander and basically we're we're bringing this up because they uh, it turned out the the guy in the luchador max he, he could wrestle you know he did some springboard maneuvers he knew how to sell appropriately without breaking his neck uh so it was a real wrestler under there um it wasn't a real janitor and uh he got a little bit of offense in and then he ate a hellacious. Claymore kick, compliments to your boy, McIntyre. Um, and Shane still got to pin him. And afterwards, Alexander took the mask off after Roman Reigns helped unlace it because it looked like Cedric was having some trouble. And then Cedric kind of showed this expression where it was something of defiance. And all he did was eat a Claymore kick and get pinned by Shane McMahon and start <laughs> bleeding met your thoughts <laughs> i mean maybe he felt he defeated the mask after he finally got it off his face I, that's true i just this, i this didn't even was... think of that yeah that was it we figured it yeah. out you Let's may have put... cut me mask but now nobody's wearing you <laughs> no it was it was awful booking um cedric alexander is now officially someone we don't need to believe in because he got pinned uh by shane mcmahon and and you know we can't make the argument it was because of drew mcintyre's kick because who does mcintyre beat anyway nowadays so uh you know dissect this any way you 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 want but this was also he looked like a complete fool like he just got bested and then he takes off his mask defiantly like (laughs) Haha <laughs> got my boss. I got one over on you to, to pin me and I yeah, now just... have a losing record. Um I it's just it, it was it's... it was a goofy decision. Here, let me let me help him out, you ready? Yeah. All he had to do is get some offense in and then rip the mask off. Yeah. That's it. Then he wouldn't have looked like a fucking idiot. If he just beat up Shane McMahon and then McIntyre, you know, ambushed him with the Claymore and still got pinned, you still get the segment you wanted. Right, and then there's that... Oh, you know what? You know what, Mike? Do you think he had trouble taking the mask off mid-match? Because if... (laughs) So are you suggesting that Cedric Alexander put a fuck on himself? (laughs) No, that mask put a fuck on him. That mask put a fuck on him. Whoever... Whoever was in the back laughing because they helped him tie that mask <laughs> shut. That's the person who put a fuck on Cedric. Whoever duct taped that mask together. Really we, put a fuck on Cedric, Alexander. I think that's our homework for this week is to rewatch that match and see if at any point Cedric was trying to take that mask off cuz I did not see Roman help him take it off. I I gave up on the match. Yeah. It's it's very tough for me to watch Roman Reigns matches because yeah, there's not there isn't a lot of thrill. Cause I feel like excited. if you get the good, if you get the good ones, like you know, Mysterio has you barely, you can't even. It just looks like it's part of his head, right? Yeah. But this one, it looked like it was put together with like Cat's Cradle, you know, Fun Time Yarn in the back, with this big red rope that seemed really easy to undo. Um, but he he's defeated by the mask. Uh, he's <laughs> defeated by Shane McMahon, and will never look at him the same again. So um it's important matt i know this is a a nitpick but it's like if we're gonna you know play with Heyman and bishop's weenies and they put together segments like this it's like well how much is changing i don't know (laughs) and that and i think that moves us into a segment you're really excited about is the emmy award-winning performance uh by Nikki cross and bailey this week multiple times we got a lot of those yeah uh you it's, want to talk about up. shane mcmahon getting multiple segments uh we also had you know nikki and bailey who delivered some of the worst promo uh, oh. i don't know conversations uh oh. out of the women's division in a in a long time um i i just mike i know last week we argued about it i don't i don't know what i'm missing it just seems so bad. Nikki can't even look at Bailey. I somebody made the suggestion to me and this is what I was thinking, but I'll, you know, since I only put out an obtuse tweet and they actually said it in their tweet. Um, so somebody tweeted at me like, "I think she's reading cue cards." And I went, "That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like somebody's out in the crowd holding cue cards for Nikki cuz she looks at Bailey for a second and then her head rolls around and then she stops." focuses on something gets about halfway through her thought and then she's back at bailey and then she goes back out into the crowd it's like are are they running like a ticker tape i I don't know i I mean it's so distracting and she should be she should be able to be completely focused on bailey she's gonna be in a championship match mike this sunday she's in a women's championship match and this person and I'm just I'm I'm ragging pretty hard on Nikki right now but I also saw a few people defending her online too but she should be able to look Bailey in the eye while they're doing a promo yeah I I want to I wish I wish it was easier for me to defend but it's just i think what i'll do here's what i'm gonna i'm gonna because i love nikki cross right I, I was really close to making that one of my shirt one of my sh- one of my shirts i don't know where that that voice came from Man, one of funny. my shirts and um i guess you got to put these people in pres- in positions to succeed and this this all originated from alexa bliss who has her moment of bliss show because she's you know the uh, kevin owens the Jericho-esque, the Rock-esque, just that comfort level with a microphone in front of people and a live audience that you know not every human being possesses. And what they're doing is making Nikki Cross and Bailey try to do that. And I love them, you know, but I, I don't even know if I trust them with you know backstage vignettes on the first cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, as far as you know, tooting the knobs and you know, polishing the, the Weibos of Heyman and Bischoff. <laughs> if this is another one of their ideas, you know, I love these ladies, and they're, they're making them look foolish. So if you make them look foolish, it makes the whole division look foolish because they're being showcased as the women's division because the women's division doesn't get a lot of TV time. So you're putting these two on a pedestal, and they look like clowns. So you're really just doing a disservice to the whole company and all the women. Yeah. And I, I think this is another, like maybe i don't know probably going back to like your point about giving ember moon more of a shot but have have we really been using ember moon's character right and that's where no. you know are we using nikki cross you know her character definitely from nxt is it's, completely different so she should she should be on the coattails of alexa like i, I don't i think you're on the same page i think that alexa is going to be the star maker because she's so good on the mic she can get she can get you and i over yeah um it's just don't put Nikki in a position where she's got to conduct an interview you know that's not her thing she's got to cut the the short high energy promos which you know alexa who we love that's not her thing she's she's good at you know kind of weaving the weaving the story uh let Nikki do what she's good at and don't make bailey do a talk show segment that's not her strength all right so so shame on the people who produce this i think it's time mike we have some positive wrestling talk because i for yeah. one was uh someone who just oh thought all of the street profits yep. promos and nxt yep. perfect were perfect dog shit uh yep. but they have completely turned around and I, I i just think it's one of my two weeks in a row is one of my favorite segments is watching the street profits talk about uh well i guess extreme rules this week but you know breaking everything down and having a good time doing it i i just it's like this is what their characters are this is the this is the character being nailed right yeah you know what's so funny is i love watching um because there's you know montez and uh angelo dawkins and montez is that he's he's the star. he's like he's like otis yeah he's the star um he's the guy who can wrestle he can go on the mic um but you know angelo gets them fired up yeah angelo's getting super kicked Uh, and getting tossed through the glass yeah he's the genetti of the group for sure (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um but montez god damn uh if he he, like he got me excited for extreme rules Where i think you and i were kind of like you know maybe we'll watch it on our phones and play video games in the background but i think that montez he's got me now i'm gonna you know probably watch it on tv and play a game on my phone so he got me to switch screens that's (laughs) that's pretty impressive yeah um, Actually, I do. Now we're gonna have to play that game going forward. Is who's, who should be genetic? Who's making you switch screens? Oh, no. okay. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> getting genetic. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can see that he has influences, because I, ugh, I see it every time they make poor Otis and Tucky go out there, and they have to throw in the. Um, Oh, who are those? Who's that? Uh, bushwhackers. They got to do that bushwhacker reference, cause God forbid somebody just goes out and does their own thing. We we gotta have a reference to uh, a uh, WWE legend, Hall of Famer. No, uh, you never get over, kid, unless you go out there and be a bushwhacker. Um, you know, and you know, even Daniel Bryan's like, why the fuck would you emulate them? Cause they never won a fucking match in their lives. Um, uh, so <laughs> you know, with Montez, they make him do finally, which he's good at but he's he's good on his own yeah i was fine with it i know it's just (laughs) i i I can i can see those i can see where vince kind of worms in we gotta get a legend in there so do an impression like no man just let montez do his thing he's he's gonna get over i i think um in nxt he was pretty good i think on Raw and smackdown he can definitely be like new day level because he's he's that comfortable and you could definitely see like the street profits are just looking at each other like damn man like we've been toiling away in nxt like on the peripheral we were kind of jobbing out to people we've had the nxt tag belts for you know we've been here what four years for a minute we've been on nxt for like what f- is it four years matt and they've just been jobbing out to people and suddenly it's like let's just change the way we sell these guys Give Montez a microphone and get out of the way, Mike. And now he's on Monday Night Raw. This is the WWE doing what I've been preaching for over a year now, utilizing their assets. Like as much as it it seems like they're just, I I don't know what they're thinking with Nikki Cross and Bailey, but whoever had the foresight and said, "Hey, get the street profits on TV, get them on USA, let's get them on pay-per-views," brilliant, awesome. Great decision, love it. Yeah, we gotta. uh, I mean, there's there's not a lot to debate. It's just we want to bring it up because it's it's been such great segments. Um, I was thinking what we do, Matt, because we got to cover um evolve. We got to hit Fight for the Fallen, another free show from AEW, and we got um Extreme Rules. So, um, I know we wanna we got to get your game in there because I love doing it. I know you love doing it, and I think the people love listening to me struggle through this game. Uh, what if we, um, let's get through, let's knock out Evolve, and then we'll jump into your game, and we'll close it out with the two big shows. You yes, with me? sir. All right. Yeah. Um, Matt Evolve. <laughs> yes. Um. Now, we, let's remind the people that we did go over the politics of all this, um, yes. a couple weeks ago. So, go over to BODpodcast.com and check it out, because essentially, I mean, the long and short of it is we think this was kind of a shit move by the wwe and if you are in the camp of coincidence or oopsies like right. that's not what happened here this this was uh, a shitty move by someone who also didn't do the research and go oh this is a charity event that we're uh playing over against you know right. fight for the fallen uh whoops but, um, you know, I mean, I, it's, yeah, it's happening, and um, I'm going to the, consume it. <laughs> yeah, the the spark notes is that, you know, Evolve started in, like, January. So there's no way it should be in July. And it's only, like, nine years old. So it's not the 10-year anniversary. It's not the right month. Yep. This is just WWE saying fuck you to AEW. <laughs> That's what it is. I don't think there's anything around that. Um, well, it also is um a, a a card where we're just going to get kind of the same thing we're getting from Fight for the Fallen and what we've gotten from most of the AEW cards except for like maybe the the last third where uh you get to meet a bunch of brand new wrestlers who are all about wrestling, you know? It's it's it gets to this... we get to escape the the Bailey Nikki Cross conversations. Um there isn't a lot to uh digest here a lot to dissect w- you know we just i think we have a, a fun show coming up that's all we can pretty much say yeah i think what's going to happen is is um they're going to open the show with something high energy uh, probably that one of the i think there's a four-way match sean maluta versus steven wolf versus harlem bravado versus kurt, St- kurt stallion which um you got to really be a wrestling insider to know those guys um, it's going to be something like that a fatal four-way to get the crowd up halfway through you're going to get um the wwe cruiserweight champion drew gulak um it's going to fight the king of bros matt riddle that's probably going to be midway through to you know again keep that ebb and flow energy and it's going to close with a real nxt title match akira tozawa of 205 live versus adam cole um very interesting though i would say with the cruiserweight championship because if you put a gun to my head then I had to say who I thought would be the bigger star in the next ten years. I'd, I'd say Matt Riddle. Is is Drew Gulak gonna beat Matt Riddle? No. Because, well, does that mean Matt Riddle is gonna be on our next pay per view? Because if he wins the cruiserweight championship, he is our next WWE main event. You know, or a main roster pay per view. I, I don't think it's for the belt. I think this is just a reunion match of people who've been through Evolve. Oh well that is so completely I think that destroys changes. yeah so matt um, riddle's winning so let's kind of sprint through the card here matt we'll get your thoughts um so i told you the four-way the two big matches with nxt guys um there's also gonna be anthony green versus josh briggs again you got to be kind of an insider know those guys uh colby carino versus uh baba tunde um anthony henry versus uh arturo ruas And then, the Evolve tag team titles, which not too long ago were held by the Street Profits. And, man, what a rocket. Those guys are riding. Uh, But uh, the championship's going to be AR Fox and Leon Ruff versus Eddie Kingston and Joe Gacy. And then, and a winner takes all match, the Evolve champion Austin Theory versus the WWN champion, J.D. Drake. Uh, Matt... um, All the NXT guys put together... um, combined with some of these newer guys that you you might not have tons of familiarity with what are you looking forward to at this evolve card what's gonna make you (laughs) what's gonna make you turn off fight for the fallen um i mean i I don't know if i if i'm just supposed to not say akira tozawa and adam cole but i love tozawa um you know, and I, I think we all love Adam Cole. That, that's going to be fun. Um, yeah. You know, Drew Gulak and Matt Riddle. I mean, those are the only two matches where I could say I know those guys. So uh, I couldn't say that any of these other matches are going to pull me away from Fight for the Fallen. Um, and that's not – I'm not trying to be overly negative, uh, you know, towards the WWE camp. Uh, I just – you know, this is going to be a fun show to watch. And I, I think – we'll all walk away from it going wow that that was some great wrestling um but i i don't know if there's enough here to say you know that i'll i'll see that it's happening on twitter and i will switch over i think i think i'm sticking with fight for the fallen and then moving over to evolve afterwards yeah i um I mean, what are you excited for? Can you I, rightly say there's anything besides? Yeah, that, there's just one, because um, I, I think I'm gonna prioritize Fight for the Fallen, uh, just because of WWE's strategic um, booking of this show. It just kind of irks me. Um, yeah, but I'm kind of excited to see Babatunde because he's he's supposed to be the next uh, like big monster uh, for NXT. So hmm. I'm kind of pumped to see how. Um, um you know what he looks like what his full moveset is um what he looks like in a not a you know pay-per-view but you know he's he's gonna have uh you know some butts and seats this isn't gonna be a house show this is you know gonna be an anniversary card so there's gonna be people there. there's gonna be people there to see adam cole um so i'm excited to see uh babatunde see what he's got for us well if i could help you in your excitement for that match uh Colby Carino is five seven and 161 pounds. So, um, you're not going to have... You can have fun watching that match, but you're going to have fun watching it for about three seconds. So... Well, I guess we're going to learn how good Kobe uh, Carino is at uh, selling, because he's going to get obliterated in that match. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> guess it's going to be kind of a showcase for Babatunde. But, uh, you know, uh, just another reason that... <laughs> really this this should not be a saturday night priority you know, pay-per-view this oh. this should have been like a friday night thursday you know so this should have been saturday morning this should have competed <coughs> with cartoons they should have sold like done cereal commercials in between mm-hmm. the matches mm-hmm. you're right this should be when they go over to fox and fox wants to turn this into more of a sport this should be like early saturday morning on their you know the other fox sports channels that aren't fox yeah i mean i not trying to be mean just trying to i mean it's make money it's for nice, the wwe it's nice that they're gonna have gold involved but come on man yeah akira tozawa is not beating adam cole and uh it's not quite on the level of you know like booking second and third and eventually you know like 11 and 12 shows in saudi arabia but this is <sighs> It, it, it's definitely a tone-deaf booking decision to have this evolve card on the same night as aew um and i think we're gonna we're gonna get into that in a minute um but yeah man unless you have any final thoughts for evolve i'm ready to jump into the game i gotta get off this schneid because it's time for two rumors and a lie oh you know what Woo! i just realized uh i have people working on my deck working around my windows right now and I'm... Screaming it's two rumors in a lot. All right, Mike, Uh, as you know, and as all of our uh, avid listeners know, this game is the delivery of three different pro wrestling rumors. And Mike, your job is to sort through all of these rumors and figure out which one did I make up the point point being, of course, to tell you all how silly the rumor mill in pro wrestling truly is. So, uh mike what we're gonna do is run through some categories you're gonna pick a category and then i will read you three rumors associated with that category you will go ahead and figure out uh and, and the fun way that you you love to do uh breaking them down one at a time and of course uh hopefully nailing which rumor i made up so mike let's run through these categories uh category number one or actually are you ready are you ready for this did you need I- to say anything before we get going I, after every failure, I just lay in bed with my fingers laced behind my head, and I just stare at the ceiling, thinking of when I can get my revenge. Matt, I'm <laughs> fucking ready. <laughs> well, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna pull a, a Goldberg here from WCW, cause I'm not really sure what number we're at right now, so I'm just gonna call this one nine weeks old, and hopefully I pay attention going forward. Nine weeks old is uh, our first category here, Mike. We've we've kept it on the books, so I'm hoping to hit 52 weeks old, so that when we do this. Uh, some of these rumors maybe came to fruition. E- anyhow, let, let's let's keep moving. Nine Weeks Old is category number one. AEW is category number two. Uh, category number three is the 24-7 title. Uh, which, nope, you can't pick that one. Um, one of them actually <laughs> happened. Uh, we have uh, Must Watch TV and Bullet Club Classic. Uh, wow. Kind of the same tune as, as Coke Classic. Or, oh damn it! It's classic Coke, is it? No, it's Coca-Cola Classic. Yeah, I got that right. Bullet Club Classic. Well, we've dwelled enough on the butchering of Coca-Cola Classic, Matt. Give me the Coca-Cola Classic New Coke uh, category. Bu- Bullet Club Classic. All right, Mike. Bullet Club Coca-Cola New Coke Classic. Brett. <laughs> Finn Balor. Michael is rumored to reunite with the club this Sunday after a double turn for Balor and Shinsuke Nakamura. Mike, rumor number two. Gallows and Anderson have been offered one of the largest tag team contracts in WWE history to stick around and work with AJ Styles because of the strong-interested parties of New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW. Mike? rumor number three a new podcast was in the works by luke gallows and carl anderson uh due to come out but part of their new deal with the wwe they had to stop production mike those are your three rumors for bullet club classic would you like to uh take a stab and uh maybe get rid of one we've got uh finn Balor rumored to reunite with the club Uh, Gallows and Anderson getting the largest, one of the largest tag team contracts in WWE history out of, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling Fear and AEW. And uh, number three, new podcast by Gallows and Anderson was due to Uh. come out and has since been canceled. I'm going to say shame on you if you created the first one because that feels like a rumor that's just all over anyway. I'm eliminating the first one with Finn Balor. Mike, another short round of two rumors and a lie. (laughs) No! You made that up? Yeah. Matt, shame on you. I feel okay. (laughs) Shame. Shame on you. Gallows and Anderson have been rumored to be given one of the largest tag team contracts in uh wwe history uh so essentially what we're talking about is is two guys that are being signed to stick as a tag team um and and it's because of the again rumored interest by new japan pro wrestling and aew and uh mike there was a podcast that gallows and anderson were gonna come out with but uh part of their i don't know content creation sort of limitations on their uh wwe contract means uh no podcast for us to listen to from uh carl and luke so uh unfortunately mike god yeah uh finn balor (laughs) rumored to uh reunite with the club that that was one that i i myself did not see uh coming out of the rumor mill per se Uh, maybe i was was just writing it down i i was putting it out there on reddit where were you man (laughs) damn it well, that was uh, that was two rumors and a lie, everybody. Uh, one of these, one of these days, Mike's Mike's gonna hit a winning streak, and, and we're gonna be so happy. Never look back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving on. Um, I'm sorry that you you're you're out on that that first. I that know. First guess. That's actually what? two in a row. That's two uh, rumors and a lie uh, rounds in a row that you were out on your first guess. I can't I can't believe I'm um, the Kurt Hawkins of two rumors and a lie. This is bullshit. <laughs> I thought okay. at this point that you would have developed a game to make I it possible I, I for I me your, to win. Yeah, like, I thought I, I figured out your, your writing style, and I, I just can't. I don't... You, know what, just I, a... you know what it is? I, I kind of have, like, a delivery that I have. Um, I don't know if you've caught on... Oh, well obviously you haven't caught on to it. Um, I kind of, <gasps> like, hesitate and skip a beat on the one that I wrote, and then the one that other people made i I like uh, try and read right through it as if i know it like the back of my hand so that's uh, that's your clue for next time i i thought i saw the finn balor thing this week i think that's what screwed me up all right all right well let's do this um we got fight for the fallen and we got extreme rules um i'm actually kind of fired up for extreme rules um but there's there's so many matches i think we can cherry pick a little bit let's make sure we hit um everything for fight for the fallen here matt (sighs) joey another 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 free show yeah you're right go ahead (laughs) um i mean yeah if you want to talk about it being a free show i mean come on when you're trying to figure out uh who to who to put your you know saddle up and ride off into the sunset um you've, you've got a company that does work with saudi arabia and then also tries to stifle charities Compared to the company that's giving you free wrestling, I—I um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. Like you, there's nobody out there that could actually rightfully argue in favor of the WWE on this. Uh, but uh, I think that's where. Go what, ahead and try, Chris say. M. I know Chris M's trying yeah. to think of a Yeah, come wait. on, Chris. <laughs> They're being nice to you. They're giving you free. <laughs> they're giving you free wrestling. Come on in. Come on in. It's free. We don't care. Come on in. So there's Chris, no cover. No cover. Sell, no drinks. You know, just let's get on base. <laughs> let's sell Chris on on this. We gotta match add card. Chris M on this one. Yeah. Uh, Joey Janela coming off his big match with the Mox. Uh, Jimmy Havoc, Jesus, who's, who's a, a scary monster. Hellstorm. Yeah. And uh, Darby Allen. Uh, just man. Uh, I, I mean. What what's what's the he looked like a crash test dummy through half of that match with uh with Cody Rhodes. Uh, against Sean Spears, who's good at cracking up coconuts. Uh MJF, one of the best heels in the business. And Sammy Guevara? Do we say Guevara? Is there I think a it's hard way, well? Way better. Ah, Guevara. Okay. I I don't know how to read names anymore. Um I, this is Mike, for for a three on three tag match that really has will have nothing to do <laughs> with the TNT show that's coming and I'm guessing it'll have nothing to do with all out. Um, but this, this is a pretty hot way to start a card. Um, I, I'm a fan of, uh, well, I'm going to say I'm a real big fan right now of half these guys. Okay. I'm going to be cautious yeah. on Sean Spears only because I mean, he's fine as Ty Dillinger, but You know all what what, everything else he's done is just smashing open cody Rhodes' head um darby proved for me uh at um whatever the hell that other show is called uh that he's a fantastic seller and i'm always you know everybody knows how many Dolph ziggler t-shirts i have um and then uh mjf and joey janella both did wonderful jobs uh so one thing i have a problem with mike in this match and uh, you know i'll let you talk eventually um, is that? Uh, well, thank you. MJF tagging with Sean Spears. I think I think we we have a problem here and he tweeted about it too. He said, what the? F-? Uh, <laughs> he was confused. Why is he tagging with Sean Spears? Because he even went out and talked about uh, after Sean Spears did the uh, chair shot, the rigged. I'm gonna say, you know, we're doing air quotes at home here. The rigged chair shot to Cody Rhodes' head uh mjf was one of the first guys to run out and help cody out of the ring and now yeah. he's tag team so th- this is the problem first of all i think they're lying about it being a rig chair and anybody that's defending them um just no you know what that sounds like when AEW immediately tweeted and said just some staples no concussion wink yeah no that, you don't have a stunt chair you still smashed a guy in the head yeah, that, a, that didn't come out for a week that, it's a stunt uh bag of bricks like, <laughs> no it's still a fucking bag of bricks <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> right. all right so all the more reason not to do it's a, a, chair it's shot a stunt the onto a cord that i ran you over with like, right no you still hit me with your car you bastard all right <laughs> sorry man go ahead well, uh, I mean, that's that's my problem with this. But when it comes to pro wrestling and, uh, you know, all the love we're going to give to Evolve eventually when that show's over, I, I think this is just going to be a fun match to watch. And there's a lot of strong personalities that are going to be yeah. in the ring and some some skilled uh, athletes, too. So I, I, I think this is just a win overall. Yeah, I think what they're doing is uh... – you know, we're not at the point where we're doing weekly shows and building storylines. You gotta be really on top of the YouTube uh videos, which they're good about, but you gotta be on YouTube all the time to catch up. So yeah. this just sounds like a showcase for six guys. It, it I mean, Janela his you know, first mega exposure for AEW is going against Moxley, so Maxley is obviously getting the, the you know, positive feedback. Janela so that so I mean he's a heel? Well, I don't know. His his opponent is Sean Spears, who killed Cody, so and MJF. Ah, and MJF, who's the biggest deal in the business. Jimmy Havoc has not really, really been a good guy. Darby Allen was going against Cody. Cody got the positive. You know, it's, yeah, this is it's just a mishmash. It's all over the map. <laughs> and, uh, much like every episode of the Brothers of Discussion. But yeah. um, it, it should just be a fun showcase. This is the pre-show. Right. This isn't, uh, um, you know, when they when they do Star Wars comic books. Is, uh, is it canonical? I will say that this match will not worry about cannon. this is just six guys you know getting into physical cannons and shooting at each other that's what this is um man we've got one women's wrestling match it's brandy don't call her Rhodes, versus Allie, who has one name like seal or beyonce <laughs> right um not a ton of storyline here unless you're keeping up on the youtubes um we haven't seen brandy really fight um at double or nothing um all in she's kind of been uh you know the the escort for cody um i'm a little uh i'm a little a uh, little uh, just just feeling a little just a little scared for her i'm like i don't know what we're getting into i know you know you can watch the highlights on youtube but it's it's been a minute <laughs> it's been a minute since i've been able to you know look at the tape and be like hey brandy is gonna wrestle a great match so um again i think with most of these these cards until we start getting on tnt to build storylines it's just gonna be what kind of story can you tell us in 15 to 20 minutes in the wrestling ring um yeah and i so think as far as brandy being like you know asuka or you know i'd say five uh, to ten minutes on this yeah it, it'll probably be a shorter one well i think brandy's gonna be a, a she's a great storyteller uh we'll see if she also does that you know in this in this match against ally um yeah I, I agree i don't i don't foresee a very long um you know time on the card for this one oh yeah and uh moving on uh we've got hangman page and kip sabian going at it um i think another opportunity for hangman to sort of define himself as worthy of the all-out championship match um which i also 100 percent believe he's losing to chris jericho um But I, I think they, they still need to do a pretty good job of of building him up. So he's he's going to get the win over Kip here. And we're not really talking wins or anything. Um, we're just talking about what are we interested in. Uh, we we went over uh, some 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 sizes, some heights and weights for Evolve. Uh, Kip Sabian is another tiny guy, five foot nine, one hundred and sixty eight pounds. Mike. Um, so. This match will move uh, quickly in the ring Not necessarily uh, timing wise But this one will be jumping all over the place And uh, Yeah, I I wouldn't say That I am going to hope It it ends quickly I I don't think I know enough about Kip Sabian To say I'm excited or not excited to see him But uh, I, I, you know, relish another opportunity For them to build up the story of Hangman Knowing That the rest of the card is SoCal Uncensored vs. Lucha Brothers, Kenny Omega versus Shima, and then Young Bucks versus Cody and Dustin. If you had to put money down, which of these matches is getting a run-in? Oh, man, a run-in. Holy shnikes. Um, I guess this one, since Chris Jericho is yeah. <laughs> rumored to be at the show, you figure he's going to come out and make a comment. Or uh you know maybe kip sabian will pretend that he wears a a a luchador mask and chris will be wearing that one again yeah it was a good spot (laughs) um yeah i'm a little surprised uh you know as far as keeping moxley and jericho off the wrestling card i think is a little hmm, a little surprising yeah then I, I did. I didn't think things with Pac would completely one hundred percent fall through. Uh, I thought he'd maybe miss one show, but I, I didn't know he was done. So this is this is what three consecutive AEW events he doesn't make an appearance, or at and, least and not a scheduled one. What I remember reading even back in January was that he was he was pretty particular about keeping his his indie status. Uh, so even though you know he was going to wrestle for AEW, he wasn't going to be an AEW wrestling so I, I, at this point I, I i think it's just it's done until they can tell him you know we've we've I, done enough to build our brand that you can do whatever you want you know i you know we love the bastard um you know i loved him as a as a baby face uh i loved him as as, as a heel um i i guess if he's you know like moxley left because he hated the story of storylines and he's making good money wwe and he said he'd rather be happy with the stories right i i guess if Pac is you know happy being that indie guy go for it but i i hope he's making enough money you know yeah so So hats off to him if he's if he's happy but yeah go ahead who you got with SoCal and the Lucha Bros? I, I think this will be I think this will be fun. But uh, again, you know, like the winners aren't really gonna matter. But this this no. at least if, if we're sitting here and we're saying we have to sell the card to Chris, um, Chris M. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think this is another one to keep your eye on. I think SoCal has been awesome the last two uh, AEW pay-per-views, and then uh, the Lucha Bros. I... I don't know. You got that first one against the Young Bucks, and they they have actually been rolling on the indie scene too. They've they've been coming up in our feed, uh, you know. Unfortunately, still showing up in Botchamania quite a bit. But um, you know, they're 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 everywhere. They're I think they're a tag team to keep an eye on. Not one that's ever gonna touch NXT or anything like that. But um, I I think, well, far, I think as far as, fun as to like watch. wanting, yeah, I think as far as watching like uh, you know like the uh, Four Horsemen that kind of match, you know, like the Arn Anderson matches. Um I think this will maybe be a little bit closer because I know some people get turned off by the tornado tag uh that you see whenever the young bucks are involved where it's you know, it's almost like the refs got to throw the rule book out the window cuz everybody's just doing spots all the time. I think the rules are a little little bit tighter for these guys. Um just the way they they get pushed. I would be surprised if the Lucha Brothers lost. So I think that's what you're I think you're looking at you know a little bit a little bit more of a trick a little bit more of a traditional tag team match um but again one quick thing to point out because we still got to touch on bucks and uh the Rhodes brothers um uh, this is two aew matches on a limited card you know only what three six matches total um one of them is in the pre-show two tag matches and no tag team belts involved so Again, just another you know example you could point to of tag team wrestling being a priority. And then Matt, uh, Kenny Omega versus Shima. Am I supposed to talk? Uh, he's been a uh, you know it's it's Kenny Omega. Yeah. Uh, he, I, thought, I uh, thought we had a good rhythm going. I, I was no, we up, doing uh, Then you uh, set so one he, up. Uh, yeah, so he's <laughs> he's been killing. Like I've been sharing it at work for people who don't like wrestling. Uh, after Kenny Omega at Double yeah, or Nothing. D- <laughs> emulated the kid doing the computer thumbs up the computer kid <laughs> yeah um uh, and people are like hey that's from a thing i'm like yeah he did it but funny and uh so uh kenny versus shima who's you know a god in japan i like the um, original gif that's one this of my is, favorite i gifts. like it too it's 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 one of those like you know the thing in the 50s was good but man the 1984 thing that, that was a that was a damn good too i don't There's know they're pretty close the yeah yeah it was called like the thing in the the thing in the muck it's uh it's the same thing uh people out in the arctic get uh there's a shape-shifting monster being thing oh um but anyway um yeah for this match i I would fall out of my chair if kenny omega lost you know because he's going to be the guy who's you know going to be up top of the card you know fighting for the main belt um this this is again i think most of this card Um, it's just a showcase for the guys aew has signed shima 100 percent, you know the japanese strong style pro and kenny omega uh you know arguably one of the best on the planet um i think omega goes over but it's just going to be a 20 25 minute you know a plus educational video for anyone who wants to get into pro wrestling Uh, and then uh last but now, so this this will be like the one card on, uh, or the one match on the card. I think that'll be really driving it home emotionally. Uh, will be the Young Bucks and the Rhodes Brothers, who who yes. now have some some cool rubber bands that you can buy that have <laughs> uh, you know brothers or something on there. Any um i, I think uh, again the the emotion there will be fun just because you've got brothers and brothers going at it there's some people talking about how this is going to lead into a longer term feud with cody and the young bucks i don't see how that's possible uh with the you know the elite um broadcasts that they do on, on youtube and stuff so i just think you know like like we keep seeing uh, online and reviews or previews for this this card this is a lot of exhibitions so uh <laughs> this, this kind of sucks um somebody's yeah, it sounds doing like, work on my uh, is deck. that uh dave mastiff walking up behind you yeah but anyway uh, matt let me ask you this um I, you're right 100 percent. this is the match with the real emotional storyline what's a higher likelihood <laughs> Rhodes brothers and bucks elongate their feud or cody and Dustin break up in that match oh man can I say neither? I, I just... <laughs> I, I think... Um, I guess Cody and Dustin breaking up is, is more likely. Um, that would... That would be kind of sad, but at least there'd be this idea of like a, a, a long, arching story and all of these pay-per-views of the end of the Attitude Era where you could make the argument that in the... Um, oh my god, I can't remember what that last pay-per-view is called. Um, but... Those arguments for the end of the Attitude Era, I don't know. Uh, Cody gets hit in the head and his his skull smashes open. So now in this one, um, and you know at, at uh, Double or Nothing he's actually beating his brother. Wait, are, I'm sorry. Were you talking about which AEW thing was last? Fighter Fest. That's what it was. Called. Oh, Fighter Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So Fighter Fest, he does a chair shot and his head smashes open um and then uh before that he beats his brother and now in this one he turns on his brother and just kind of ends it so at least there's there'd be like this beginning middle and end for like uh the end of the attitude era in regards to its relationship with aew i'm not sure if they've put that much thought into it but <laughs> there's that connection <laughs> for me yeah if it happens uh, matt i connect on your connection mm um <laughs> uh, well we well, got one uh one monster thing left. i think that's fight for the fallen um i chris, think... you better watch it after that we were so couldn't you <laughs> tell our monotones we were so excited to watch the show
1: but it wasn't
0: that bad jesus know... matt I, i'm pumped for the show i'm pumped for the bucks and cody and dustin oh i was um, gonna transition and go well we know what chris m's gonna be watching this sunday He's like, when do I where's the WWE pre pay per view? Where's the preview? I wanna hear that. And that's what we're doing now. Extreme rules Sunday Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <clears throat> uh, Matt, how many matches are on this fucking card? Like ten? Yeah. Jesus. It's gonna uh, be a lot somebody, of Somebody's gonna be, you know, wrestling next to Renee Young at seven AM. Uh let's see here. Uh Matt, way too many matches. It's extreme rules. Nobody cares except us. <laughs> and the street profits. Um let's do let's let's knock the crap out of the way. So we got Braun Strowman versus Lashley in a last man standing match. <laughs> uh, the winner is a <laughs> short match cuz then we can move on. Yep. Hopefully they completely destroy the stage this time and we get a brand new. Maybe they'll just do like the old TitanTron. Um I missed the big fist from Smackdown. I thought oh, that, that was, was really cool. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I could well i don't know it just reminds me of that is it the spirit of detroit that big uh the big yes. fist yeah i like that big fist bump uh i think Braun wins because lashley when he, when he had to god i don't even want to say it Are you when he had cry? to cut that promo where he goes <laughs> next time i see that son of a bitch that was the wimpiest son of a bitch i've ever heard in my life <laughs> I can't believe that's a grown, six foot four, three hundred pound man. That son of a bitch. Shut up. You just for that promo, you should never win again. All right, (laughs) Braun. Braun's going over. Matt, any disagreement? Um, only if like Braun is legitimately hurt. Um, uh, but I, I, I'd like to see Braun win this one. Um, but yeah, I. If you pick, if you'd picked Lashley clean, I would have called you a son of a bitch all right so <laughs> we also have what's undoubtedly gonna be in the pre-show drew G- gulag versus tony niece uh Nese getting a, a rematch basically at his beloved cruiserweight 205 live championship i think the goo is going over matt yeah i agree i, I think the cruiserweight championship is one that uh they don't. They don't like to move around too much. I I'm fine with it. I think that you know at this point, since every other title is held on to for a full year, it it would add some juice just to be different at this point. But um yeah, Drew, Drew Gulak's going over on Tony. I do think that Tony has the best gear to really accentuate his um. Not just his abs, but like that. Oh my God! Tell Dave Mastiff to calm down back there, Jesus. Um. Uh, just to really be heelish like you know a, a real showcase for the the washboard but anyway uh we kind of want to skip around because you know it's it's such a long fucking card um man we got the revival versus the usos i the usos of they're 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 made men they're good to go they don't ever need to win again yep um they're you know you could just put them in a feud with anybody they could help get them over um this, this is an opportunity for the revival to kind of, you know, grow some roots as champions. You it know, is. kind of really get the fingernails in those belts and let them cling on to them. This is a great opportunity for that to happen. All right, no argument there. Uh, we got a last-minute match that was put together. No, but no, too- I was going to say, but the Usos are going to win. No! Yeah, that's what I was just saying. It is a great opportunity no! for them to, to establish themselves. Now, look, I... The thing that scares me about this, you know, ooh, there's Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. <laughs> when I'm doing my research for two rumors and a lie, I'm seeing like, I'm gonna say from legitimate sources. So it's like Del- Dave Meltzer. Um, I don't think everything he says is true, but if you're talking about certain rumors and they come from Meltzer, you at least have to give him a second look. Right. He's making comments about Eric Bischoff not being able to make it to the show. Um I thought we were saying that he was direct like he's the director and writing and writing this stuff. I made the argument the last 2 weeks that he's really not doing that and he's just going to be a face for the for Smackdown and and Paul Heyman will just be a face for Raw. Um those rumors being out there are kind of making that feel like it's true. And to me that I mean, means the Usos are on their way to a SummerSlam tag team feud i mean to be fair yeah like once upon a time in hollywood the new movie by quentin tarantino i'm sure quentin was rarely on set for that right sure <laughs> false this is bullshit <laughs> fucking bullshit get on set man god why do they even name drop that guy if he's not gonna be there um uh, man if let's do this if this is real hayman booking who wins because this hey, is their first this is their first credited pay per view. I mean, I guess then we're also saying that they've never made a mistake in me saying that the Revival... I mean, Paul Heyman would pick the Usos. Right? Mick, you got your super tag team headed into SummerSlam. You like money? They are pretty good at promos. I It's just I that we've been overexposed the to them. Yeah. I, I like the revival but yeah. the Usos i watching their transformation from you know what four years straight as a baby face with with no wiggle room into just uh, the smoothest transition into heel since my god uh i, I don't even know what to compare it to well um, you're getting go away heat i guess um but yeah i mean what the, I, I know what you're saying regardless like yeah. you know they're they're skilled at their <laughs> at their craft um i i i guess I, I i see where you're coming from i just we're so close to SummerSlam, and if you're gonna do a big you know title change because revival have at least held the belts for a little bit of time right was this their second or third pay-per-view with the belts i don't second? know. second i think sure. second at least second <laughs> i at least wait till SummerSlam, make it a bigger change i think this is just to help i i hope just to get the revival over you know because the usos are already made men um let's do um let's do this because we're about to jump into matches we care about um the one we i uh, i'm having trouble conjuring interest for based on the butchering of the promos is bailey the champ in a handicap match which not even sure what this even means because alexa and nikki cross are tag team against bailey i they're... would they sh- would they each have a hand on the belt i i don't know yeah they the, the uh nikki said they'd be co-champions but <clears throat> there's no way they're winning this this is all set mm-hmm. up for nikki to start fighting alexa um they're gonna get into a yeah, little argument I... and then bailey's gonna win yeah this is this smells this has the the stink of a real like story propeller so yep. alexa and nikki will probably go square off do their own thing and then i'm sure sasha I... will intervene I think it it'll lead into like a triple threat or something. Um well, we do have SummerSlam right around the corner and I know Sasha's I think she's had pretty good success there. Um I can see her helping Bailey but then turning on her. So we can keep that Four Horsemen thing going, you know, with Bailey, Sasha, and Charlotte. I would I would not be surprised to see that um uh, it might not all be in one night but i i think this is the night we get sasha's return that's gonna happen on sunday okay um and i think the last match that's that's kind of on the peripheral for us as far as interest level and it's just because of the way they've treated these two guys you know they've they've you know headlined some of our favorite nxt takeovers it's it's finn balor versus shinsuke um uh, finn's gonna defend the intercontinental title and i honestly before tuesday i forgot that the belt existed and that finn was its champion well i think this is definitely the last match on the card uh so i'm excited uh this one will probably go probably 90 minutes um (laughs) a 90 minute classic yeah (laughs) this one's going into one in the morning no i mean we we know what's going on here this this match should be amazing just like aj nakamura at wrestlemania should be amazing should have been amazing um that's where my I, i'm hesitant um i do like the way that i booked it in two rumors and a lie that uh we do a double turn and finn Balor joins the club um that would also have to mean that i think aj styles match happens before balor and nakamura but uh, i i think whatever we're talking here whatever the results um I, balor's walking away as champion um and i, I just i would like to see Nakamura become more relevant uh going forward yeah i think there's big money infections, um and, and i don't i don't know why they like they know that there's this real interest level in the club and hey. they've just used and abused you know gallows and anderson so much even now with you know they're being in aj styles uh coattails you know their credibility is is pretty shot But I think if the club could add Balor, I think that would be a pretty cool way to, you know, have potentially AJ potentially beating Ricochet for the U.S. title, Balor Balor having the Intercontinental, and then maybe having the club, you know, get their their foot in the door for the tag titles. That would be kind of cool to, you know, have this, this monster entity tag team of best buddies you know reigning supreme yeah. over wwe that would be really cool i like that so going in aj beating ricochet we'll get that out of the way uh <laughs> Balor retaining I'm yes. just kidding. and um, we build up the club yeah i mean honestly there to to dissect the you know the aj and, and ricochet match i think it should just be another fun one i think it's gonna be even more fun because we've got the club in the background and we've got that kind of happening Uh, that's exciting to me Um, they're so they're so okay with recycling the corrupt authority figure can we can we recycle the faction that runs the show how about that impossible i don't know um let's jump let's start getting into the matches we are excited about because finally jesus we're finally getting alistair black off the bench um he's been cutting these weird door-knocking hodor promos and now his first per- feud, Matt, is against Cesaro. Perfect, uh, perfect pick in my in my opinion. I think Cesaro is is one of the best wrestlers uh, in, in in the WWE. He he obviously just he's a company guy, so he does whatever they ask, um, and that's yeah. that's his problem with not becoming champion. There's nothing wrong with that. He's making his money. He's having fun. I I, I can't you know, whenever we see him, he's smiling. Um, but to to pick a guy that. Uh, would be a respectable win and also is is one where alistair needed to win and yeah. we couldn't have him go up against you know definitely not cedric alexander at this point um but y- you know alistair's getting the win you've got cesaro again a strong uh a, a strong opponent strong uh still relevant i think uh opponent pro wrestler for the wwe is probably an accurate way to put it um yeah and yeah he can he can eat all the losses in the world because he doesn't he doesn't care so this is this is great pick uh some people were thinking it was going to be bray wyatt and i think that would have been an awful pick no that's terrible nobody can win that match that would have been yeah well nobody could lose it right 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 because we've you know we've been over bray wyatt's uh used and abused win-loss record uh you know many episodes and black you can't lose your debut solo on a pay-per-view can't do it um i think you're i think you're on the money with cesaro it's just we love him so much it's going to be tough to know that he's going to lose you know this feud but he's he's pretty close to being a made man so it's it's not like this is really going to damper him at all or you know people are going to lose interest in him um i guess we'll oh god i guess we'll give this a minute of time but shane mcmahon and another pay-per-view match jesus christ teaming up with mcintyre um uh, our beloved mcintyre uh, versus the big dog, Roman Reigns. And I can't believe he's on an Extreme Rules card. The Undertaker. The Phenom. In all his 50-plus years of life-on-Earth glory. Matt, is there any way The Undertaker loses? Mike, I'm I'm making my Undertaker after the Goldberg match face. Um, so you're exhausted and sweaty. No, it was the, you know come on seriously (laughs) face (laughs) oh the one where he almost died okay i remember now yeah no i'm actually uh, surprised that undertaker's not um a vegetable in a hospital right now after that bill goldberg debacle
1: well Uh, i mean it's it's
0: good that he's still alive it goes two ways too like he shouldn't be wrestling anymore uh so at least uh, i don't know um what's this uh jesus i shouldn't have brought this up because i can't remember his name um, the Canadian wrestler that's friends with uh, Chris Jericho. Oh, Lance Storm. Yeah, made the tweet uh during Monday Night Raw, and he said, "What holds are barred in wrestling matches?" Um, so a no holds barred match. Um, you know, <laughs> I think oh, you can sti- do. It... Yeah, the the stipulation for this one. Yeah, yeah I I makes, you, makes no sense. You can always do whatever you want. Uh, there's some sometimes your holds are counted to five, but. Uh, and and a, hold, a choke is not a hold. So, I mean... Uh, anyway. Um, I don't care about the uh, creation of this match. I don't care about Shane McMahon. Undertaker should go away. Um, and, of course, the stipulation is stupid. So, that's my pick. <clears throat> I think the weirdest thing about this match, Matt, is when Reigns and The Undertaker are going to have to need Kevin Owens to interfere so that they can win a match against non-wrestler... And fifty plus year old man Shane McMahon. (laughs) That's gonna be the weirdest thing. Uh, But poor McIntyre. Matt, what's? I'm gonna give you mine first. But best case scenario is McIntyre says "fuck this shit" and just punches Shane in the face and goes solo. Yeah, I mean there there's nothing that could be better. Um, Nobody's gonna argue that he you know. Like we you know we talked about a, a bomb comes in and he blows away and go ahead yeah i mean we uh yeah we don't want him to be the the lead-lined refrigerator from the newest indiana jones movie uh but like we you know we chastised that aew match it was just a mishmash of you know uh heels and faces that's what this is last we saw reigns and undertaker they're fighting at wrestlemania and what the fuck is mcintyre leaning on a 50 year old man for he's drew mcintyre look at that chest hair Look at those oiled muscles. He's got the one of the best finishers in the game. Uh, that claymore kick is incredible. I don't, I don't think anyone has anything close to that. Um, and I'm not talking about you know like a ricochet, like something that just looks physically punishing. Like, ow! I don't want a claymore in the face. It hurts. Uh, you know, it, this, this is a mishmash. This, please, just don't extend this feud. Please let McIntyre stand up for himself you know let reigns you know get the pin just run away up the ramp undertaker just just fold it in it's over man um and moving on man (laughs) we got three matches left i'm gonna do them in order of what i think you and i care about most so i'm gonna start with the one we care about least and that's becky lynch the man her boyfriend seth rollins in a in a in a all all belts on the line match, mixed tag against Lacey Evans and Baron Corbin. I don't care about it, Matt, because it the likelihood of Lacey Evans and Baron Corbin becoming champions. Oh man, um, it's 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 about as likely as Cedric Alexander becoming universal champion. It's not ever 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 going to happen. No, I I totally agree. Uh, I think this match will be cute. Uh but there's yeah, there's there's no way Lacey with is in. Yeah. With that With that said, I did kind of enjoy the segments from the last pay-per-view. Um when Lacey was the guest referee. Like I I kind of like the drama in that. It's just that with this with real gold on the line, like for Becky, I they're not going to give it to Lacey. she does she barely knows how to wrestle corbin it would just be irresponsible I, I don't think people would boo correctly they would boo like this is a bad idea it's no yeah um so we got two matches left we're gonna do guiltily what i think is the one we're most invested in or at least i am because i'm gonna be buying a goddamn t-shirt sunday night if the the cards go how i want and Samoa matt joe No, I was actually gonna do Brian, Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the the We all know SmackDown Tag Team Champions Uh. versus New Day versus Oh yeah what coming Heavy machinery and Otis is on a goddamn roll, Matt. Yeah, I uh I I'd go like I want heavy machinery here, but I I don't know if um they have something planned for Daniel Bryan yet going into into SummerSlam. So my my money's on on them holding on to it. Um and probably saying goodbye to heavy machinery and the title feud and saying hello to the new day getting another shot at <laughs> SummerSlam. Damn it. There's a strong <laughs> likelihood of that. I know. I know Tucky's probably gonna eat the pin. I know. I, Otis is gonna get his shit in and he's gonna get bumbled out of the ring and tucky's gonna get you know quadruple teamed or something well i mean don't the new it's day just can that, take a pin they can take just a pin no problem extreme I, rules I, you know it's the smackdown tag titles they don't the company doesn't seem to value them very much if you take them off brian that means brian has some time to build a solo run building you know up into SummerSlam. it's the potential's not very large it's it's there it's wishful thinking matt you know it's wishful thinking yeah I, let's do this you it's know, we know to... wwe steals all our ideas right they listen to the show they steal our ideas hey oh the good ones if you're listening if you give heavy machinery those belts i will order t-shirts for everyone in my apartment and matt and michelle she's a fan of the show so the four <laughs> of us will have new heavy machinery that's four shirts you're gonna make like 90 bucks wwe so make it happen i Are know the fact i think eh, they're like 20 a piece i think i don't know isn't that 80 plus yeah, all the costs I'm, to make factor it in yeah there's labor so they're gonna make and... like 40 bucks off of this decision Mike. <laughs> big 40 bucks <laughs> company's gonna go under without my 40 um please i i want machinery i love them i i want otis to succeed i don't ask for a lot this is what i want give me what i want all right matt you have been doing a dazzling job showcasing the facial expressions of what i think is the real main event of this show matt take us away uh well yeah you're right going back to the undertaker and roman reigns uh (laughs) uh, kofi drink a cold beer over here i can't be spewing it on the screen (laughs) you son of a bitch all right go ahead um we got to get a recording to that and make that like our sign off on the show um not of you saying it i want to hear bobby lashley saying it uh but yeah we should should have the faction step up and see if they can make a wimpier sounding son of a bitch because i don't think they can do it i don't think anyone can (laughs) that's the wimpiest son of a bitch in the history of promos yeah we can we can walk around town like uh billy eichner and see and have people vote i've heard manlier Uh... son of a bitches on the hbo hit show big little lies from Meryl Streep. So Bobby Lashley, step your fucking game up, man. Matt, take it away. I'm sorry. God, um, I fucking hate Bobby Lashley. Go ahead. <laughs> so with Kofi and Samojo, I mean, the, the facial expressions, of course, will will be on point for this match. Uh, however, I don't think this is time for Kofi to lose. I think Kofi was due to hold on to this title for quite a, quite a while um i think uh, the i i'm just gonna say it uh the pr that wwe gets from this is is incredible and uh i think we haven't made it a secret that we would have you know we think the champion out of the new day is big e and i would have given him the title two years ago um yeah. so i mean i'm not it's not i i guess what it sounds like i'll just put it that way um but You know, they are are taking advantage of Kofi being the champion. So uh, Samoa Joe getting it, uh, I don't think, does anything going into SummerSlam. And uh, I think think their story, they're making it pretty clear because they still haven't gotten away from the storyline of him winning at WrestleMania. They do a highlight of him versus Samoa Joe for the last few weeks. And that's what they still start with, is Kofi winning at WrestleMania. So to WWE, they're really patting themselves on the back for making that decision uh so that is the reason why i think this match won't be super exciting and i think while i'm watching it my brain will probably start to root for samoa joe like or or maybe i should say my heart but like that that will happen i guarantee it well let's i think we can agree on this i think that samoa joe is the wrestler to take the belt i don't think extreme rules is the show for kofi to lose the belt yep that's that's a great point and and it's sad too because joe looks like he's always gonna he'll just be that middle of the year uh between big shows um pay-per-view guy and he'll put on a great show he'll tell a great story and he'll never so good (laughs) at being that transitionary feud yeah because he can build a story in you know one episode of of smackdown yeah the snap Uh was that what it was called the snap from spider-man did you watch no, Spider Man? They, they called it. Uh, they called it the Blip. Oh, the Spider-Man. Blip. That's what yep. it was. How'd you like uh, that? Did you watch Spider Man? I guess you must. have. I did. Um, I think uh, you know. I, I think Tom Holland is easily the most likable Spider Man. Yeah. Um, I think Toby was the most conflicted. Andrew Garfield was such a dickhole. I don't think anyone liked him. Well, I um, I heard a great um, analysis that uh, Toby is the best Peter Parker tom holland is the best spider-man so as as you you know you would have to you're you're basically acting out two different characters um and i i really agreed with that and then you know andrew garfield could just go away forever they said uh they said he was too good looking to be spider-man really? yeah i just felt like he didn't like the part the whole time yeah i i totally agree with that it was you yeah, know was like he was keeping it at an arm's length um i think uh just looking at the like the shapes of the people i think i'd actually flip-flop i i like tom holland as peter parker kind of the um you know stuttering high schooler and i like toby Maguire as spider-man i think he's got more of the stature because oh. watching like tom holland next to sandaya um sandaya's like you know bigger than him so it's kind of like oh spider-man's like a little you know he's like a little luchador you know when he puts the mask on uh you know toby has a little a little more um the physical presence so i i think it was about you know the lines and stuff because toby was awful with his yelling at goblin and and doc ock that that was terrible but when he was being pete you know he was really dweeby and he looks really dweeby i I don't know he is a he is i think of the three he is the most tremendous nerd of the three (laughs) yeah i i wish i was best friends with tom holland uh, i watch his interviews on facebook for hours on end <laughs> he's a hell of a dancer too yeah you know what i'm a big fan of jake Hall now again like uh i, I didn't realize I... what a dick he was in interviews but um he he man, really he, has he's fun. the man yeah because like the beginning of the movie i, I don't know he's kind of like prince of persia but by the end he was back into nightcrawler mode like god damn yeah he's, a he's really psychopath good. yeah talk about playing two different characters in the same movie uh um, i just i wish that so don't spoil anything same, though um uh like lack of uh like spider man backstory as my girlfriend because when things happened, I, I think she was surprised but i was kind of like uh you know based on their names i, I had an idea what was gonna happen you know? <laughs> so anyway <laughs> Uh, go watch, <laughs> watch Spider Man, but you You're know, so you know smart money. Make sure you make room <laughs> for extreme rules. Uh, make room for fight for the fallen. It's yeah. for a good cause. Basically you know, there's a lot to eat. So you gotta make a lot of trips to the toilet so that you can yes. stomach it all. Yes. Uh, you know, and if they're fight for the fallen's doing a commercial, put on evolve. Um, grant you know what? What are we doing here? Grab it's a on second the network TV, yeah come on yeah it's on the network you can watch you? it to the next day <laughs> don't forget fight for the fallen is free uh matt my favorite part of the show is the big wrap up when you remind the people where they can find everything brothers of discussion oh that's my least favorite part it's uh bod podcast.com brothers of discussion.com join the conversation uh on twitter and facebook at bod join our live facebook discussion group and uh, of course, uh, if if we ask enough times, I think we got one new review, so we're up to five now. Uh, <laughs> please go to wherever you're listening to your your, your podcasts and rate and review the brothers' of discussion. Uh, it helps us immensely. Uh, we have big changes coming. If you saw this week on our Twitter, we had um, our new uh, group that we're going to be joining is uh, tweeting us out. It's a it's a hockey podcast group, so. It's not pro wrestling, but it's good for the brand of the Brothers of Discussion because we can yes. start to make some money and uh, get you guys some t-shirts and hats and stuff, um, which is is my main goal. It's not to make money. And, uh, it's to make sure I put a hat on every head in North America. That's and, our company's we're, mission uh, statement. We're, uh, we, we like doing the uh, discussions. We like doing the live reactions You know, for all the wrestling we got going on this weekend. Um so yeah, we're going to try to you know, get the finger on the pulse, talk to the people about Fight for the Fallen as it's happening, uh, the Evolve 10th anniversary as it's happening, and of course, the Extreme Rules pay-per-view as it's happening. Uh, so we're excited to see you guys interact Boom. with you. Matt, we will be back together next Wednesday to get all the reactions, and of course, we'll have another exciting uh, week of Paul Heyman and supposedly Eric Bischoff episodes to go over. always a pleasure it was fun sorry if this went too long for everybody we'll make it shorter next week i promise all right we will see you this weekend and next wednesday all right Bye. bye I mean, not to brag guys, it's just a little something I threw together last night, okay? Oh,